Just to start with, I want us to take a break. I'm going to start by chanting the Sangha Vandana, which is um, um, last year I had the fortune to go to Borgaya and well, I went on pilgrimage to India and you hear different um, traditions, <coughs> different um, yeah, different expression of Buddhist practice and different different sanghas one can tell. But um, even though we're different sanghas, we share ideals. And one of the things that we share is this chant. So it's not just chanting Sri Radna, but it is chant with different melodies and different rhythms and different slight, slightly different versions through different uh, through the Buddhist world in a way. And actually, uh, a few a month or two ago, as well, I participated in this Manchester Buddhist Conference. Um, Greater Manchester Buddhist Conference, and you, there's different traditions as well. And we started by chanting different, to the different different chantings from different tradition. And at least two of us did this, uh, did, well, did the whole version of Sangha Vandana. So I wanted to use that just for us to just kind of be grounded in our bodies, be more aware of where we are, what we what we're here for and who we are with. Um, <coughs> so you can close your eyes. I'll chant it and then I'll tell you a bit about it and about the day. <coughs> Supatipano Pagavato Savakasanho Ujupatipano Pagavato Savakasanho Nyayapatipano Pagavato Savakasanho Sami Chipatipano Pagavato Savakasanho Yadidam Shatari Puresa Yugani Hata Purisa Pugala Esa Bhagavato Savakasan Ho Ahuneo Pahuneo Dakineo Angelicarenio Anutaram Punyaketam Lokasati Sanham Jivetam Variantam Saranangachami Yeche Sanhatitacha Yeche Sanhanagata Pachupana Cheye Sanha Aham Vandami Sapada Nati me saranamanyam, sanho me saranamvaram, etena sachavajena, otume jayamangalam. Happily proceeding is the fellowship of the hearers of the richly endowed one, uprightly proceeding, methodically proceeding, 
correctly proceeding. Namely, these four pairs of individuals, these eight persons. This fellowship of hearers of the richly endowed one is worthy of worship, worthy of hospitality, worthy of offerings, worthy of salutation with folded hands, an incomparable source of goodness to the world. All my life I go for refuge to the fellowship, to the fellowship of that, for that where, to the fellowship to be, to all the fellowship that are. My workship flows unceasingly. No refuge but the fellowship. Refuge supreme is there for me. All by the virtue of this truth may grace abound and victory. So this is the Sangha, uh, Sangha Vandana, and with it I welcome you, if you just arrived, to the Sangha Day Sangha Festival. Um, this might be the first festival for some of you, for some of us it will be not the first, maybe not the first Sangha Day. Probably we come every year to celebrate the Sangha, the Sangha which is the third, the third jewel of the three jewels <laughs> and and I mean I assume most of us know or at least heard this word Sangha um, but I didn't just want to assume things and to start I just want to say a few words about Sangha um, Sangha it's um, as I say the, th th the third jewel and this this represents the three jewels is the Buddha the Dharma and the Sangha the Buddha, the ideal of enlightenment, the ideal to which we aspire. Uh, the Dharma, which is the path and practices of, um, to lead us to enlightenment, um, to Buddhahood. And, and Sangha, which is the spiritual, um, spiritual community, or in this translation of the Sangha Vandana, the fellowship. The fellowship of those uprightly proceeding, methodically and correctly proceeding. And uh, yeah, so um, I just want to say, because the Sangha jewel for me was actually the last jewel to shine, and it's um, um, and it's funny because it's in my name. My name is Sangha Dara, um, Dara, which is upholder uh, or supporter of the Sangha. So that's why I'm here as well, emceeing, because in a way, Sangha is quite important to me. And I wanted to host my friends in to share their own experiences and inspiration in relation to this, this, this Jew. And, um, yeah, I just want to say, well, uh, it's great that actually there's so many of us here. Um, it's... Um, because it, it says that there's already, we already must see a value of coming together as practice. But for me, it wasn't really obvious. For me, I just thought, you know, the Buddha enlightenment was obvious attraction to me, the transcendence of, transcendence of suffering. I was really attracted. And the Dharma, obviously, for practical reasons, I was very interested <laughs> and in getting, hearing the Dharma so I can reach Buddhahood. And the Sangha was some kind of sort of um, just like a people that happen to be interested in the same thing than me. And thanks to them, the books keep, keep being published or something. The, um, 
uh, it was kind of purely utilitarian. It was almost kind of the sangha was just the vast to contain that form. Um, but I wasn't, um, and I still sometimes I think I I could underestimate the the importance of that vast of that form that container of of the ideal and the practices. Um, well, as you can imagine, then I can probably ha say quite a lot <laughs> about Sangha. Uh, during the last uh, 13 years that I've been most engaged with Chiradna, it took me quite a few years. As I said, it was the last jewel to shine. And it had to be, without going to my life story, it really... Um, I realized I couldn't... Uh, I couldn't really do it on my own, effectively. Um... I needed, um, I needed people to exemplify and who, um, well, actually, first people that I could exemplify and share my ideals with, even through sometimes through through, through teaching, I, I get so much through trying to communicate my ideals, uh, through trying to you know talk about ethics, but not just talk about it, having to be ethical as I'm talking about them. <coughs> Um, so that was kind of important to me. And I needed friends and comrades, uh, comrade, comrades, anyway, that one. Uh, friends, <laughs> fellowship, people who like, people who like shoulder, shoulder to shoulder, we can face those ideals. And, uh, and that I needed people more experienced than me. Um, so uh, in, in, in words of a, uh, good friend of mine recently, Pranya Ketu, said uh, this, that these three aspects need to be present. This, they look up, grow up, and wake up. So I needed, I needed people to look up to, uh, to grow up with, and to exemplify that waking up. For me, myself, to wake up. <laughs> myself, to wake up. Um, anyway. And yeah, and Sangha. One of the things I just wanted to mention because we we give for granted as well as the importance of like Sangha institutions. We were here in a in a. I think institutions is not a popular word. Actually, uh, I don't particularly. Yeah, not just unpopular. I don't like the word institution. Um, but in a way, it's like it, it, it does. Um, it is on those lines of that container, that form that contains those conditions uh, that support this. The coming together of people to look up, to grow up with, and conditions to wake up. Um, any kind of form or organized. Um, yeah, that kind of container for practices. So we have, we have the center. It's great that we have a center. Uh, we have people, uh, and within this center we have all the sangha institutions. You can say that the Buddhist center is a sangha institution. The study groups, any kind of class, in effect, in a way, is is an institution. And so that even the tropins is something that is a, is a kind of tradition. It's an it's, it's something that we do. Our study groups, our Communities or cooperatives or, or team-based or livelihoods. Um, so these are 
in a way, again, this kind of containers this, these supporting conditions for ideals and our practices to take to take to take place. And and not just the institutions, but as well we have a shared we have shared practices. Uh, we we this morning been doing our own shared not just meditation, but by practices as well. By practice we mean every, anything or everything that helps us to move along the path. Anything that um, helps us transforming and changing. I think Sangharashita says that it's useless, it's pointless to be a Buddhist just by name. Like a Buddhist, a true Buddhist should change even a little bit every day. So the Dharma is anything that helps us uh, move along the path, anything to transform. That's ethics, even friendship. And within those practices, we have a shared understanding and shared language so we can communicate to, uh, with one another. And when our, our inspirations or, uh, or, um, or like emphasis are taking us um, in a bit of kind of an unpopular way, if we're kind of learning new words, we need to find a common language so we can continue understanding each other. When our inspiration, we need to follow our inspiration and find ways to uh, communicate with one another that inspiration, so we can stay together and keep unfolding that that inspiration, go deeper within those inspirations. Anyway, there's a lot more that I would like to say about sangha, the importance of sangha, these institutions, these these organized uh, forms, these conditions. And, and the importance of shared practices and, and language for us to, to, go, to, go, to go deeper, no? to share what is, what's most meaningful and to share what gives our life meaning. <laughs>